Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to, you know, keep this going and I'm happy with all the feedback I've been receiving. Um, you know, it's, it's been a great ride. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and I'm, and I'm really in a great, great spirit. Um, you know, just great mood overall, great outlook. I had an amazing weekend. Oh my goodness. I had an amazing weekend with some great friends. Um, it was one of my boy's birthdays and it was just, uh, had a blast. Shout out to him. Um, you know, and it was just, I think that set the tone for, for the week when you're around great people and just great energy that sets the tone for, for everything, you know? So I want to get into this episode and, you know, let's do it. So I want to get into a little bit of what I spoke about, um, about energy, a few minutes ago, a few seconds ago, what am I talking about? <laughs> you know, so energy is transferable and, you know, I'm on this, I'm trying to not let anybody mess up my flow, mess up my vibe, mess up my energy. And that's something I'm going to do consistently. Um, just protecting my energy, protecting my aura, protecting who I allow in my space. Just because there's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of people that, you know, they'll they'll say they have your back and they're for you and they support you and they care about you and they really don't. You know, when you really need the support and when you need for, you know, any kind of, any kind of misunderstandings or any kind of anything like that, you know, they, they bring negativity to you. They bring toxicity to you. And it's important to block that out. So I really want to just emphasize that. And that's something I'm going to mention all the time. Make sure you have the right people around you. Make sure you have successful people around you. And, you know, with success comes failure. And, you know, with within saying have successful people around you, make sure that those people are failing as well. And what I mean by is, when people fail, that means they're trying, you know, those people are willing to take the risk. Those people are willing to, you know, put their money where their mouth is and really do what they're saying they're going to do, which is very important in, in, in general. And that's important to me as a person. I'm a person that does what they say, no matter what. So I'm a very consistent person and I expect that from everyone else. And, you know, everyone's not built that way. You know, and that's why they're where they're at. And that's why, you know, people who are consistent, they consistently get to where they're going, even if they fail, because at least they're trying, you know. So I think that's really important. And that's something that, you know, we need to protect our energy a lot more, you know. That's something we just got to, we have to do. Because if not, the leeches are out there and the leeches will suck you dry and just drain your energy, and you don't need that because it's like one thing leads into the next thing. And, you know, so just protect your energy and make sure you have great people around you, people that are willing to take risks and chances and, you know, for the betterment of themselves and their families. And, you know, I think things will be amazing because those people will always uplift you. They'll always support you and they'll always give you a different outlook on things. And that's extremely important in, in, in today's world and in, in society. So I was having a conversation with my sister the other day and, you know, we get into, you know, these semi deep talks sometimes. And, you know, we were asking each other, you know, what do we want in life? You know, like what's, what's the goal? You know, what's, 
what's the purpose? You know, what are we, what are we doing? And, uh, you know, I think that's, that's a question that I think a lot of us have, you know, what do we really want? What, what's, what is our goal? What is, you know, what's the end, you know? Um, you know, what's going to make us happy, you know, like what's the end into our success where we're feeling great. We're feeling comfortable. We're feeling like, wow, we, we did it, you know? And I think, you know, a part of that is, you know, what are, what are we, what do we think happiness is or what do we think will make us happy? And I think for a lot of us, you know, it's a lot of different things. And I think, um, you know, for starters, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you're growing up, you know, you want, you know, when I was young, I wanted a Game Boy and that was, (laughs) and that to me was, that was everything to me, you know? So I think that, you know, at nine years old, wanting a Game Boy and that was everything, you know, that's my perspective at nine, you know, or eight. That's my perspective of life. Like, oh, my life is school and gaming and basketball, you know, and, you know, when I got the Game Boy, you know, I played it every single day at night. I got the new light. I think it was called like a worm light or something like that. And, you know, it got to the Game Boy Color and, you know, you kept getting, I kept getting newer things and I kept moving on to the next best thing. And, you know, fast forward to now, you know, I have a Switch, you know, and that's, to me, that's like a Game Boy. I mean, it's Nintendo, but the point I'm trying to make here is, you know, I wanted a Game Boy so bad at nine. And now I don't have that same Game Boy. You know, I have, I have an evolved version of it, but it's not the same one. So, you know, things change over time as, you know, new things, newer versions come out, you know, newer features come out. And that alters your your mindset into, oh, yeah, wow, okay, the Game Boy with color? Wow, I didn't know I wanted color. Okay, yeah, I do want color. You know, so as things change and options change and more is available to you, your your wants and your needs changed based on that. And I think that, you know, we have to really set and hone in on what what what's really going to make us happy. And, you know, even as a teenager, you know, I wanted Jordans and and it it changed to Jordans and I wanted to always have money. So I got a job. I got a job at 14 years old, you know, so I was working at McDonald's and my, my money went to sneakers and Jordans and getting fresh and, you know, making sure like, oh, I got those on Friday and then I go to school on Monday with the newest Jordans. And now, you know, everybody's like, oh, you got those, you got those. You know what I mean? So your priorities change as you grow older. And it's like, so when is, so when are you going to really be happy? When are you really going to be content with what you have? And I think a lot of us, we're so focused on the next best thing and, you know, and, and for, for a little bit, yeah, that, that makes sense. You know, what's the next best thing and what's what's the better job and let me get the better, you know, the better apartment. I want to go to a house or, you know, I want the, the newest Uggs or, you know what I mean? I mean, I love Uggs, so, you know, I had to I had to say Uggs. But, you know, it's, it's just like, you know, when the new versions come out, 
it's you want the next best thing. And even I feel like in relationships, it's like, oh, I'm tired of this person. I want the next person. And, you know, and I mean, that's another story for another day. But I just feel like it, it, it coincides with that. And I think we need to be content with what we have. That's one. And two, we need to really make up our minds about what happiness and what what we really want looks like. You know, so like, you know, I said nine years old, I wanted the Game Boy or, you know, when I was a teenager, 14, I wanted the Jordans. You know, when I was in my 20s, I wanted a car. So what did I do? I got a car. You know, a couple years later, I think it was like three years later, I wanted a different car. I got a different car. You know what I mean? That to me was better. It was a coupe. It was a two-door. It was all black. I got the tint. So it's like, at what point are we going to decide that, you know... What is enough? And for me, I think now at, you know, the age of 33, I think that, I think that, you know, well, I know, I know my priorities have changed. And with that, it's making sure my child is taken care of and making sure that I'm successful. So, you know, that, and there's a trickle down effect, right? With me doing what I have to do and being successful, that means I'm able to provide for my child, you know, and that's something I take pride in that, you know, I I can take care of my child without, you know, with, without, without missing a beat. So I think that, you know, my health, you know, obviously being stable, financially stable, you know, being able to provide for my child, those that's right right now I think that's all I really care about and you know obviously I would want other things but those things right there those are the most important to me and you know obviously you know relationships and you know being with people and having friends and you know I want all of that you know that's something I I I want but What's really going to make me happy is making sure that my family is straight and being able to do what I have to do for whoever needs me. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's that's really, really important. And we need to I think that's the question we need to really ask ourselves. You know, what's going to make me happy and content? Because if not, then I think the search for what's next, what's better is always going to be lingering. And I think we're not going to really appreciate what we really have in front of us, regardless of if it's a relationship, if it's a Game Boy or Nintendo Switch and, you know, it's the next iPad, the next phone. So it's, it's everything that it's, it's, it's kind it's kind of like almost oversaturation on it. And I think we just need to find that balance of being content and being, you know, being okay with, this is this is good, you know, this is good and this is great and I'm okay with this because if not, then we're always, we're never going to be satisfied. We're never going to be happy because we're always looking for the next best or the next thing, um, you know, and that I think, you know, like I said, we just need to figure that out and, you know, we, we'll be, I think we'll be in great shape. So I want to make it clear that when I mean what's the next best thing and, you know, people are, you know, will always look for to get to the next level and get to the next thing. I don't mean it in a, in a sense that you shouldn't want to better yourself. You know, you should always want to better yourself. You should always want growth. You should always want a better job, more a better paying job, a job that's going to have you in a better mental health state. 
you know, that's, that's extremely important, you know, but what I mean is, you know, when you have something good and you have something that's, it's, it's, you're in a good space for it, you know, and, and it, and it's, it works, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. Don't try to seek something else just because something else is there, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's like the, the, the dangling carrot that's there. You know what I mean? You don't always have to take that carrot because, you know, your cucumber could be just, just fine. <laughs> so, you know, you just got to make sure that you are really honing into what you have, appreciating, be genuine, and, you know, better things will always come, especially when, you know, when you really ask for and you really deserve it, you know, better things will come you know, just not be, might not be what you want, but it may be what you need. And that's something I strongly believe. So I just wanted to make sure that, you know, you guys knew what I was saying and, and really meant by, you know, not trying to change things and, you know, change, change things for, you know, something else. And in saying all that, you got to put the work in to get to where you want to go to get to what you really want, you have to work. You can't be lazy. You can't be uh, pessimistic. You can't have negative energy. You know, you can't expect things to just go your way just because you say, okay, I'm going to pray on it and go to sleep and continue to do nothing every day. You, that, that's not how things work. You have to, if you're, if you're going to pray, then you got to pray and then you got to put in the work for it. And a lot of people are not willing to do that. And they're just idle and content with doing nothing because it doesn't challenge them. They're not responsible for anything. So it's like, oh, I don't have to do anything. No, nothing, you know, there's nothing holding them accountable. And when you're stagnant like that, you're going to, you're going to be depressed. You're going to not be happy and, you know, I mean, it's the same thing, but you're just not going to be content with where you are. But you could only do that for so long, you know, it's, you know, you have to finally decide, okay, I'm going to be a real person. I'm going to be a real adult. I'm going to really do this. I'm really going to put in the work. And I think people want to, you know, they want the nice house, the nice car, the nice whatever it is, electronics, whatever, whatever it may be. And they, they just want it to drop in their lap while doing nothing in their house. You have to be the person you're saying you want to be. No one cares about anything else but what you say and what your actions, what your actions do. How do your actions reflect your words? Do you say what you mean? Do you do what you say? Or are you full of shit? And most people are full of shit. But, you know... They, they, will, they, they will never be anything but where they're at. And I stated that before. And those are stagnant people. And usually people like that, they, they, t- there's like two, two versions of them. There's the, the people who don't do shit and they're, they're proud of it. And they're like, oh, well, you know, and they're, they're happy. And, you know, and they think that, you know, things are going to change magically And there's the other side that, you know, they're negative and they're hating and, you know, they can't see anybody do anything well. And, you know, they, they, 
they're like, oh, why does this person get this? And it's like, you know, they actually put in the work. They did it. They followed through. And, and, and I think people see success and they see, you know, Instagram and, you know, they see the people with the cars and the jewelry or whatever, the house, and they see the end result, but they don't see the work that people get, have to do to get there. And when they really start doing these things and they start it and they're like, well, this is too hard. I can't do this. And it's like, okay, well, then you're never going to get anywhere. You know, so with within asking yourselves, if you really know what you want, you have to put in the work to get there. And that's the most important part, because you could want the world, but if you're not willing to willing to work for it, then you could forget about it. I also want to make it clear that not knowing what you want is not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't mean that you're stuck there forever. It doesn't mean that you're a loser. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that because to an extent, sometimes I still don't know what I want. You know, I have some key things like my family, my child, you know, these things, I know I want to make sure that they're great, that they're going to be taken care of, that they're happy. You know, those are things that I know for sure. But there's sometimes, you know, like I, I, I want to, you know, I think about getting married and I think about, you know, having more children. You know, these are things that, you know, I think I want. But then sometimes I don't want them. You know what I mean? So it's just, you know, those are things that, you know, it's circumstance, it's, you know, situation and, you know, maybe trauma from a past relationship, you know, that may pay, play a part in that. You know what I mean? I definitely do know that, you know, if given the chance, you know, and the situation's right, I would definitely look to give my, my daughter a sibling, you know, but is it the, at the forefront of my mind? Not really, you know? So I think it's just, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And, you know, and that's just me getting personal about, you know, me and, you know, some of my wants. But, you know, I don't, not knowing is okay. You know, I guess I'm just trying to say, you know, start really figuring out what's really important to you. Figure out what's, what's, what's going to matter. You know what I mean? So, just just make sure that you know you're honest with yourself in this this kind of search because if you're not honest with yourself then you know you're not you're not going to get to the you're not going to get to the rainbow with the pot of gold at the end the one thing i will say about making sure you know what you want would definitely be in a relationship setting because i thought i knew what i wanted in relationships and I, you know, I thought I had it all figured out and I'm like, okay, I want this. I want that. You know, I want the house. I want the kids. I want this. And that may be still true, but I think that, you know, there's things that are deeper than, you know, just the outside, the outside things. And when I say outside, I mean like, yeah, the kids and the house and the picket fence and all those things, you know, what I want really or what someone should really want in a relationship is, you know, making sure that person is not selfish, you know, allows you to feel comfortable when you're voicing how you feel, 
Um, and that to me is really important. And that's something I didn't, I didn't think I wanted because it just never happened. I've always felt free in, you know, speaking my mind and speaking how I felt. And, you know, when it, when it, when it happens and you're unable to do that, um, you know, and it, it triggers an argument, you know, that, that, that should, that's a red flag right there that shows you that that person's not emotionally stable or emotionally intelligent enough to handle you not liking something without having to spark an argument. And, you know, those, that's something that, you know, that's something that I, that's increasingly becoming important to me. Um, you know, you have to, you have to allow people to feel how they feel and voice that. And, you know, when you don't, then resentment's going to build and, you know, more arguments. And then it, you know, just, it just continues a vicious cycle. So I just implore you to make sure that in relationships, you really fine tune what you want and know, know your love language. You know, what does that mean? What does that, what does that look like? You know, and I think communicating that to people is very important because, you know, for an example, you know, you can, you know, you, your love language could be gift giving and words of affirmation and, you know, the other person either doesn't know it and then doesn't do it and then you're upset because you feel like they're not connecting to you. They're not making you feel a certain way because they're not doing what you feel would be connecting to you on an emotional level. So making sure that you tell that that person that, you know, this is my, this is my love language. I want to be, I like gifts. I like roses. I like flowers. I like this, you know, I love, you know, good morning texts, whatever it is. That's what you should be able to convey to that partner. And, and on the flip side of it, as a partner, you have to be able to do those things consistently because consistency is key for everything. Now, a lot of people speak about it, but they're not really living it. They think doing things once is enough. And then it's, oh, well, I did this uh, last Thursday. And it's like, what? That, that doesn't, no, you have to do it every day. And I think people, you know, think that it's like, a, I, I had a situation where someone told me like, oh, I shouldn't have done that because now, you know, it's like spoiling you and, you know, now I have to do it. You know, now you're going to think I'm going to have to do that every day. And it's like, what? Like, yes, you, you're supposed to do things every day. You're supposed to be the same person you showed me or whoever in the beginning. You're supposed to be consistent but that just speaks to the maturity or the lack thereof in those people. And that affects the relationship when someone thinks that they don't have to do something continuously after they did it to, they did it in the beginning to, to get you wrapped up, you know? So that's, you know, those are a lot of red flags and those are things you have to make sure you're, you know, you're addressing and, you know, if, 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 if it's not working, then you gotta, you gotta cut them off, you know? So I just wanted to, you know, make sure that that was understood. And when you get out of a relationship that lowers your energy, lowers your vibration, lowers your spirit, 
just keeps you not motivated, dampered. Um, and then you, you get into one or you start talking to someone and you, you meet someone that meets your expectation, knows that they're supposed to continuously meet them. It's like, it's like mind blowing. It's like, wait, so I was settling for this, this whole time when there's this person that was out there and like, don't let, don't let these dudes fool you or, you know, girls, you know, cause I know girls could, you know, girls are just as devious. Don't let anyone period. How about that? Don't let anyone period make you think that you're less than, that you don't deserve that just because they're not doing it, no one else is going to do it for you because they're out there and they will do what the other person's not doing free for free. So, you know, don't get trapped into thinking that, you know, you're never going to get something else better than that. Or, and, you know, I was, I was thinking that for a little bit and I was like, when I, when, after I got out of my relationship and I met someone it's like, it's night and day and it, it's, it's very refreshing and it's just, you know, there are good people out there that will treat you the way you should be treated, no matter what, under, under any circumstance. And that's what you should look for. You know, if they're not treating you the way you should be treated, then you need to move on. And I think people get stuck in, like I said, they think that they're never going to find someone else. It's uh, billions of people on this planet. Billions. You're going to find someone else and you're going to find someone else that's going to be better than the last person, especially if you left them because they were a piece of shit. So just make sure you're not settling for anything less than what you are, which is a king or a queen. So that's going to be it for today's episode. I want to thank everybody for listening, giving me feedback, you know, reposting and posting the podcast and showing me some real love and support. I really appreciate it. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Um, and, you know, I'm going to be back with another one next week. And if you're on Anchor, you can listen to I have a track on there. Um, you know, there's a lot of special things that Anchor allows you to do. And there's more features on Anchor if you're listening through Anchor. But, you know, once again, I'm on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Apple Podcasts is coming soon. So, you know, thanks again and see you guys next time.